What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And we're coming at you guys with part two of our villain face-off to start off 2021. And this week we're talking about Pumpkinhead from 1988. Yes, we are. And uh, you chose this movie. I did. Um, any reason why you thought he'd be a good matchup against a uh, rawhead rex uh i don't know like they kind of came out in the same era like this one came out what four years after rawhead or two years uh, after two years yeah two years yeah rawhead was 86 um i don't know i just thought that they, it would be a cool matchup and like as soon as you said rawhead rex i just instantly thought of pumpkin head yeah yeah so maybe it's the whole head part in their names i don't know Maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. There wasn't really, and like, I guess Pumpkinhead's always kind of been one that I've wanted to talk about. Yeah. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll dive into my thoughts on it a little bit later on. Yeah. But um, yeah. And uh, sorry, Jesus, brain fart. <laughs> <Holy> fuck. <laughs> We're throwing off the feng shui today. We're doing this a little bit earlier than usual. Yeah, and on a Saturday, it doesn't happen that often. That's very true, but it's a fucking snowy-ass day in Canada today. Oh my god, it is. (laughs) I think you got more than we did, but... Yeah, it looked like you guys got more rain than than snow. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, I woke up this morning and I was just like, I do not want to shovel that driveway because it's (laughs) like just pure slush. Yeah. But uh, yeah, welcome to Canada um what have you been up to uh not much at all actually i've been playing a lot of ps playstation um watching some tv shows here and there um only watch a couple of movies uh the first one i still have like half hour left but it's the uh first i don't know if it's episode but uh the tiger woods documentary oh yeah nice yeah so i got like 30 minutes left in that um it's really good like the the shit that like, he has to go through, like, I haven't got to, like, any of his uh, convictions or any of, like, that stuff, but just, like, the stuff when he was young and, like, yeah, I don't want to get into it too much, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I still need to watch it. That's good. And uh, only movie I watched this week was uh, The Cane of Staten Island. Oh, nice. What'd you think of that? I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. I liked it. It was really long, That's, but I don't know. It didn't seem that long, but it was like fucking like almost two and a half hours, I think. Yeah, it's a lot longer than I expected it to be. Yeah, but I liked, uh, I loved uh, Pete and Bill Burr's uh, chemistry in that movie. Yeah. I thought they, they both did really good. I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah, that's it. So. <laughs> Damn. Not too You're much. Starting to starting to sound like me. I know, I know. What do you, <laughs> what do you got this week? uh i started reading a lot more again like i Mm -hmm. I made a post on instagram a little while ago so i've been doing that Uh, i started reading house of leaves again yeah which uh highly highly recommend this book to anybody listening and to you as well yeah i've never heard of it but i think you said you've read it like three or four times already yeah it's fucking fantastic uh so yeah i've been doing that um watched a few movies uh i watched z or zed i don't know 
depending on mm. where you are, however you want to pronounce the letter. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's on Shudder. Uh, it's all right. I mean, it, it's a movie that's been done before plenty of times, but right. it's not terrible. Okay. Uh, I started listening to the Horror Project podcast, so mm-hmm. I'll give them a little shameless plug here. But uh, mm-hmm. they did an episode on The Woman in Black, and I was just like, oh, shit, I haven't seen the movie since it came out. So I ended up watching that. Nice. How was it? I love that movie. Yeah, I haven't watched it, I don't think, since Fears. Yeah. I think it's been that long. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was like Daniel, Radcliffe, Daniel Radcliffe's first role out of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. So I remember being a little skeptical on it, thinking like, oh, can he actually do a horror movie? But I don't yeah. know. I think I think he did a really good job. Yeah, from what I remember, it was good, and it was mm-hmm. pretty fucking scary, too. Yeah, it was. Or is. Uh, they also did an episode on the Friday the 13th remake from 2009, I believe nice. it was from. Yeah. So I ended up watching that, too. Nice. <laughs> Just two movies that, like, you don't see on podcasts very often, so I thought, it, like, yeah. I was like, oh, shit, like, that's cool. I'm going to watch these movies. But, uh, yeah, that remake is... It's all right, but it doesn't have the same sort of feeling as the older ones do. Yeah, again, like same with the Woman in Black. I haven't watched that since the movie theaters. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long time since you've watched it. Then. Yeah, it has. That was back in the day whenever we used to sneak into the movie theater. Yeah, true, true. That's actually how I watched uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake. Um, <laughs> We tried to get tickets for it, and they wouldn't sell them to us because we were only, like, 16 or something like that. Yeah. And uh, one of the girls that was in my grade, she was dating a guy that was over 18, or he was, like, just 18. And uh, they ended up walking in, and we were like, oh, shit, like, dude, buy us these tickets. And he did, and then we ended up getting in, and it was fucking yeah. great. But Yeah, it was the same with, with that one. Like, we, we snuck into it. We used to do it all the time. Like, I don't know, we were just broken – now my view on it has changed. Like I like to support the movie business, but uh, yeah, yeah. I remember we snuck into it and it was packed and the lights were all off. It was about to start. And then all of a sudden the lights come on and the fucking workers come in and they kicked other guys out that were in there, not us. So we no way. Yeah. We thought we were going to get caught, but we didn't. So <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. You fucking rebel. I know. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and the last movie, I actually started watching it today whenever I was finishing up my notes. Um, I was telling you before we started recording, like, I still have this stack of movies that I need to watch before I put them on my shelf. Yeah. Like, after I bought them. Um, but Honeymoon was one of the movies, so I started watching that today. I'm only about halfway through it, but... Okay. I don't think I've heard of that one. Is that a horror movie? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I've watched it before, but uh, yeah, it's a good one. Okay. Um, it's a couple. They're like in a cabin on their honeymoon, obviously, and uh, shit starts to go a little bit crazy. Very nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and other than that, that's about it. Nice. All right. So we will head on over to our content creators corner then, I guess. Very nice. Who we got this week? This week we have our boy. Adam Lawson, a.k.a. Scares and Terrors on Instagram. Sick. Not a podcast, but he is a content creator, and he makes some fucking dope-ass shit. 
and he actually designed one of our t-shirt designs yeah so big shout out to him and here's his clip hey what's going on this is adam aka scares and terrors uh doing my little bit for a podcast on elm street because these dudes of the great white north have been so supportive so amazing and I love this season two uh, little rendition to add a little bit more um, with our little voice messages uh, to the podcast and everything. So I wanted to give my little bit. Um, like I said, uh, my thing is scares and terrors, content creator, YouTuber, horror lover. And that's that. Very nice. Yeah, man. So thanks again, Adam for sending that in you're an absolute beauty and uh one thing that he didn't mention in his little promo clip is he actually co-wrote a novel called down the road and uh i actually just tried recently to uh order a copy of it but it says that they're not available so i'm hoping that's a good sign in saying that it's all sold out on amazon but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I'm hoping that I'm able to get a copy of it at some point. Well, down the road. Ha ha! Good. Ha one. ha ha ha! <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. You ready to jump into this shit? Yeah, let's do it. Like we said in the intro, today we are talking about Pumpkinhead from 1988. And the synopsis, after a tragic accident, a man... Oh, hold on. Slow the fuck down, Mark. We gotta crack these. We do. I don't have (laughs) any beer, but uh, you go right ahead. Uh Uh-huh. Crisp. Very crisp. <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking? I'm drinking a Summers Bee watermelon cider. Nice. Summers Bee is delicious. It is. I'm hoping Sarah doesn't listen to this episode because this is hers. And she gets <laughs> she gets very mad at me when I drink her alcohol. But hey, what can you do? Um, yeah, I ran out of beer and I haven't went to get any because. Uh, well, Ontario is on lockdown, and they actually just extended it another like 28 days. So, yep. Um, I am drinking a JP Weiser's vanilla whiskey on the rocks. Very nice. I was actually gonna have some Weiser's apple whiskey today, but decided nice. on decided on the watermelon cider instead. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's fucking good. Mm. All right, now. We can start with the synopsis. All right. After a tragic accident, a man conjures up a towering, vengeful demon called Pumpkinhead to destroy a group of unsuspecting teenagers. Are they really unsuspecting? 
Uh, I don't know. I feel like they're not really expecting a pumpkin head. <laughs> no, I guess not. But they are expecting the father to fucking go ape shit on them. Yeah. Now, I have a question. Okay. Where do you think the name Pumpkinhead came from? Well, I mean, I have a, uh, something on it, actually. You do? Okay. Yeah. Do you want to save it or do you want to... I'll just go for it now. Okay. Um, so Pumpkinhead is based on a poem uh, written by... Where is it? That's my other notes. Uh, Ed Justin, I think, is his name. Okay. Yeah, Ed Justin. Um, so the poem was not written specifically for the f- film, nor did it have any relation to revenge or the demon. But uh, I'll just uh, go ahead and sing the poem, I guess, or say it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Slam poetry. Say yeah. it, bitch. <laughs> Keep away from Pumpkinhead unless you're tired of living. His enemies are mostly dead. He's mean and unforgiving. Laugh at him and you're undone. But in some dreadful fashion, vengeance he considers fun. And plans it with a passion time will not erase or blot. A plot that he has brewing, it's when you think that he's forgot. He'll conjure your undoing. Bolted doors and windows barred. Guard dogs prowling in the yard. Won't protect you in your bed. Nothing will. From pumpkin head. <laughs> man that does absolutely sound like it was written for this movie or in relation to this movie it does or like obviously the movie was somewhat based off of it or something yeah that's pretty cool though i like it yeah me too still want to know where he came up with pumpkin head i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, the movie was directed by Stan Winston. Mm-hmm. This was actually his first movie. Uh, and he's only done one other full-length movie called A Gnome, <laughs> a gnome Named Norm. Oh, my God. I watched the trailer for it, and it looks so bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of cool and i don't know that this was his first movie and he's really not done movies since but this dude's fucking special effects and makeup department resume is through the roof oh man like so many movies yeah and like classic movies amazing movies some of the fucking best movies ever made yeah like i think he died in 2008 but he still had some really big bangers like like later in his life Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I have a few of them here. So he worked on Terminator and T2, uh, Alien and Aliens, um, Predator, Jurassic Park, Congo, Small Soldiers. Like, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah. Very impressive career for yeah. Mr. Yeah. Stan Winston. Um, I kind of want to know, like, I'm wondering why he didn't do any more uh directing roles yeah i don't know like i don't want to get into it now but like this movie like i don't know it's not that great like spoiler alert for my (laughs) my review and like his second movie did that uh, the no one like has like a 4.6 or something like that so like so not good yeah (laughs) and uh 
Yeah, that's what I think. All right. So I guess maybe he was just a smart man and stuck to what he was really good at. Exactly. All right, fair enough. Uh, moving on to the cast list, we have Lance Henriksen leading off the cast. Uh, he played Ed Harley, who is uh, the main character, like the father yeah. in the synopsis. Um, he is in Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme. He is in the Alien franchise and also AVP. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in that dog shit fucking movie that I was telling you about like maybe six months ago called Derailed. <laughs> I saw that. I, <laughs> I forgot he was in this. Yeah. Uh, and he was in Mom and Dad, that one with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember him in that though. I think he played he played one of the parents of either Nicolas Cage or Selma Blair. Oh, okay. I think. All right. But yeah, I mean, he's got a lot more movies too, but these were just like the ones that kind of stuck out to me. Yeah. And he's really the only actor like in the main cast that mm-hmm. is really recognizable. Yeah. And uh, like I was going through his IMDb from like the top. And mm-hmm. it's like he has like 260 or something acting credits. I was like, holy shit, that's a lot. Yeah. Then I'm scrolling through, like all I'm seeing is like video game, video game, video game, video game. Yeah. It's like holy shit, man. Yeah, he did a lot of voice acting for video games. Yeah, like a uh, shit, and like I didn't even get to the bottom of his his uh, IMDb page because <laughs> there's so many of them. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna find any movies in just video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he's the only one that like I really recognized. Um, his son Billy, the actor, kind of look, reminded me of uh, the one kid on the Little Rascals movie. The one yeah, that, the one that actually. has like the the frog. His name is Frog or something like that. Yeah, Froggy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was him, but uh, he's only been in like a couple movies. Mm-hmm. I uh. He, I thought I recognized him from somewhere else too. I can't remember where though. He almost reminds you of, uh, like Macaulay Culkin in My Girl. Yeah, he a little bit. Yeah, kind of has that look to him. Uh-huh. The big Coke bottle glasses. Uh, next on the cast list. Now, like I said, Lance Henriksen is the only one that's like really a big name actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next three are kind of just like one-off people. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyways, yeah, so we have Jeff East, who plays Chris. He's one of the teenagers. Um, he played a young Clark Kent in the original Superman movie. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and then he was in Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn from, like, the 70s. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, he played uh, – I think he played Huckleberry Finn, actually. But um, other than that, like, I didn't really recognize any of his other roles. Or it was just, like, the odd – episode in a tv show here and there mm-hmm. um next up is john daquino and i guess you could say like he he has some recognizable roles but they're still not like huge yeah um he was in quantum leap for a few episodes um he was in cory in the house which is like a i can't remember if it's a disney channel show or yeah it was a spinoff of uh that's so raven i think yeah yeah uh, he's in a few episodes of Jag, and then, like I said, like just a bunch of one-off episodes in random TV shows. Yeah. 
And lastly is Joel Hoffman, who played Steve. Uh, and he was in Slumber Party Massacre 2, Slaughterhouse, and a show called Generations. Looked like a soap opera, but I'm not 100% on that. And then I have some honorable mentions. Oh, really? Did you have any? I didn't. I was going to say the one kid that played either Jimmy Joe or Bunt. Fucking weird-ass names. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looked like the kid from Spy Kids. Like, I know it wasn't him, obviously, but... Yeah, yeah, he did look like him, actually. But so what are honorable mentions? All right, so the first one is Dick Warlock. And he's most well-known for playing Michael Myers in Halloween 2. Okay. And he played Clayton, who was the guy that was getting chased at the very start of the movie. Oh, okay. Uh, next is Tom Woodruff. Um, fuck, I forget. I forgot to write down. Who, oh, he he was in the costume. He was in the Pumpkinhead costume. Oh, okay. Um, so he's done a lot of costume stuff. So like, I've ne- like you wouldn't recognize him just from seeing him, but uh, he played the lead alien in Aliens. Mm. Um, he was a lion in Jumanji, and huh. uh, he's played a gorilla in various other roles. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of cool. Like he's been a big time costume guy in a lot of big movies. So hmm, that's cool. Yeah. And lastly, I'm gonna blow your fucking mind with this one. Oh man. Uh, I'm gonna mispronounce her name. I'm sure, but uh, Maim Bialik, what? who is known as Amy Farrah Fowler in The Big Bang Theory. No way. Yeah, this was her first ever acting credit. Who she play? Obviously, one of the little like girls. She it? was one of the like kids. Um, I can't remember the guy's name, but like that that dad that had well the bunt kid that you were talking about. Yeah. One of his one of his sisters. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Yeah, I saw her name on the cast list. I'm like, what the fuck? Who did she play? And then I looked it up. I was like, oh damn, yeah, I can see it. Like, if you look at the pictures of it, like you'll yeah. recognize her for sure. Huh. That's funny. That's so funny. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I got. Cool. Ready to talk about this movie? Well, let's do it. Uh, first off the bat, what's your thoughts on Pumpkinhead's look? Uh, I thought he looked cool. Yeah. I mean, I I like that. Um, little bit of trivia there. They used the uh, the Xenomorph costume and kind of tailored it to into pumpkin head yeah that's what i was thinking i didn't look that up but he's uh because you see him at the very beginning too at the movie mm-hmm. and like at some points during the movie like when i was like is is it a real suit because like sometimes it like look kind of weird yeah um but yeah like you could tell at most parts that this suit must have weighed like 700 pounds because the guy <laughs> moved so goddamn slow in it yeah yeah like it barely looked he could it looked like he could barely walk in it yeah and it's kind of weird how like in alien they were able to like it seemed like the alien moved a lot more freely mm-hmm. than than Pumpkinhead does but yeah i mean it's the same suit so i don't know if tom woodruff just isn't as strong as that big fucker that was in the alien costume. I can't remember what his name was, but we talked about him in our episode. Yeah. But I mean, 
yeah, like like you said, I don't know. Some sometimes he looked cool, and then other times, like the close up shots, it was just like, I don't know, not the greatest. But no. I mean, anything looks better than Rawhead Rex did. Oh, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And I felt like like same with like Rawhead. Like they would only like show either his head or like his torso or his bottom half. Yeah. And then like with this, I kind of felt they kind of did the same thing. Like they, they never showed him like in full light. Like he was always kind of in a shadow a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like even at the end, whenever um, Ed does his shit to him, like you see the whole body of Pumpkinhead, but yeah, it's, it's at night. So yeah. It's not as good. And you see him up in the tree at one point too, but it's a really far away shot. Yeah, which was like like how the fuck does he get up there? Like <laughs> That's true. I don't know, maybe it was this little CGI or special effects of some sort. Maybe but like even just Pumpkinhead as a character, like he can barely walk, like he's so slow, and all of a sudden he's up in a tree and just fucking drops this girl to her death. <laughs> it's like what? Yeah. But yeah, like I agree. Like I, I forget when I first watched this movie. I feel like it was, I don't know, maybe six or seven years ago, maybe. Yeah. Um. But I think Pumpkinhead's look is a lot better, like as like a drawing or like a an art piece. I think mm. compared to what he is in the movie. Yeah. I mean, it was the '80s too, so. Yeah, I, I know, know like, but. Creature yeah. creature designs in movies are a little amateurish looking for the most part. No, that's fair. That's fair. Don't be shitting on my movie, bro. Hey, you uh, <laughs> you had all the chance to shit on my movie. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I really liked like I liked the opening scene. Mm-hmm. I feel like it. Like, this movie started off so strong. I'm going to talk about it later on. The movie started off, like, really, really strong. You get Dick Warlock running through the forest, and you know he's getting chased by something, and he's fucking terrified. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ends up at this cabin, and we later find out that the little boy in the cabin is Ed, who's the main character. Yeah. Um, But, like, I don't know. Like, you just, right from the get-go, you kind of learn like what's going on in the not fully what's going on but like i don't know i just feel like it's set set a good pace for the movie at the start yeah like comparing to this the rawhead rex like this story isn't the greatest but it at least has like uh like a, a path you can follow that like tells you okay this this like the mm-hmm. kid from the beginning that is there it ends up being ed ed hartley so that kind of plays into the whole story like he like billy gets killed spoiler alert and Mm -hmm. then he remembers you know this pumpkin head thing so he's trying to find this pumpkin head to bring it to life to get revenge on on the teenagers and then and then that shit just crumbles (laughs) but uh (laughs) <clears throat> but oh, there's yeah. an actual reason why Pumpkinhead's there, like yeah, yeah, and they explain it fairly well in comparison to Rawhead. Yeah, exactly. 
so yeah, we meet Ed and Billy. They're it's uh later when Ed's a lot older. Um, mm-hmm. they don't really go. They don't really tell you like what happened to his his wife or Billy's mom. I don't think. Um, no, I don't think so. But this is like super like redneck area. Oh yeah, they're like in the fucking. Yeah, I don't yeah. even. I don't want to <laughs> say anything to like offend anybody, but they were fucking true-blooded rednecks. Yeah, I was just waiting for uh, the deliverance guys to come out of nowhere. Exactly, it kind of does have that feel to it. Yeah. Yeah, like he has this little uh, vegetable stand on the side of the road, then like all the. I don't like. They were kind of like gypsies, maybe. Like that's what I thought they were. Mm-hmm. From their little like village area, I don't know, but yeah. they got like kids named like Jimmy Joe and Bunt, and it's like <laughs> yeah, and uh, so like these city kids are coming to, I don't know, go dirt biking or something. Yeah, one of them has a cabin, like a family cabin. Oh, okay, right, yeah. <clears throat> so I think there's like there's Travis and his brother. And then there's another another male, and then three girls, I think. So six people in total, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's three guys and their girlfriends. Yeah. So Travis is driving a, like in his little fucking Corvette with his girl, and he's like the biggest dickhead. Like I don't get why all of these people are friends with him. Yeah. Is that Travis or? That's Joel. His name's Joel. Oh, Joel's the... the I think guy. so. Yeah, I think you're right. Let me double check. All right. But anyways, yeah, that's who John DeQuino plays, and he's a fucking piece of shit. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I literally burst out laughing so hard whenever they're driving, and then he's like, all right, get me a beer. And then <laughs> she's like, okay, they're driving. He wants a beer, and then... She sees he has like a gun in the back, and she's like, "What?" She's like, "What do you? What do you got this for?" And then he's like, in the most shittiest Christopher Walken impression, he's just like, "Never know what you're going to find in the jungle." <laughs> <laughs> I just burst out laughing yeah. so hard. Oh my god! <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, because he doesn't talk like that at all in the rest of the movies. So like. I don't know what he was going for, but. (laughs) Yeah, him and his brother are kind of like polar opposites. They are. Like later in the movie, like after they get back to the cabin, after he kills kills Billy or hits him, um, he's like going crazy. And the rest of the friends are like, yo, we got to get out of here. Like, just leave this guy. And he's Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's my brother. Like, (laughs) like, no, this guy's a piece of shit like even after they hit billy uh i think his girlfriend tries to stop him he just like fucking shoves her to the ground and like yeah no one does anything about it like this guy is clearly a piece of shit but Mm -hmm. yeah uh i don't know yeah i i couldn't fucking stand the guy in this movie and i'm happy he got knocked off but I don't know. Yeah, so I want to talk about like the relationship between Ed and his son a little bit. Yeah, it's it's a good relationship. 
yeah man like this like it's almost like an opening montage of like stuff that they do together like billy made ed like this little necklace and Mm -hmm. i don't know it's just the two of them and like i was watching it on my laptop because sarah was watching like the bachelor or something like that yeah and she like kind of peeked over and saw the scene where billy got hit and she's like oh my god is he gonna die i was or she's like is he dead i was like well he's about to be Mm -hmm. um but like on this watch like yeah it hit me like a lot harder like i was like very sad watching that whole scene yeah just because like i'm a dad now i i don't know it like shit like that just fucking affects me differently now and i don't like it like i i agree with you i think i should have said this for the game but we watched this on a shitty youtube fucking video that mm-hmm. had I don't know if yours had the the subtitles, but like the subtitles were like half the screen. Um, oh really? Mine were yeah, but uh, but yeah, like I know they just released the Pumpkinhead Steelbook uh, mm-hmm. last year, so I yeah. might pick it up because like this movie has potential. Like I talk about that later, but uh, yeah, but yeah, definitely the because they show him like at the table and. Um, they have this like thing they do like every day after dinner or something where he reads him a bad like a story. Yeah. And they have a dog as well, and you see Billy like sneaking food under, and then Ed is like, he's not at the table, give it to him in his bowl. Yeah. And like this have this like relationship, like this thing that they just I don't know, have a connection and they just Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I talk about that in my review too. Like their their relationship seems very very genuine. Yeah. Like, you see other movies, like let's just say uh, Rare Exports. That's just the one that kind of on the top of my head. Like yeah. the relationship between the father and son there, like it doesn't seem as genuine uh-uh. as this one does. And it's just like it's a similar situation where it's only the father and the son. They're like in butt yeah. fuck nowhere. But like mm-hmm. this one, you can tell that. Like, they have a very, very strong connection between the two of them. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's why I think, like, in this movie, I think maybe, like, his wife and his mom, like, she's probably been gone for a while. Because Mm -hmm. unless it's just, like, a a plot hole that the the writer just didn't write in. Um, But, yeah, and then, like, whenever. Also, why did, like, I don't get why Ed left his son, like, at the place by himself yeah like why not bring the kid with you just close up the store for 15 minutes and bring him with you. <laughs> yeah it's not like you have any customers <laughs> yeah yeah like the it's be, well he leaves because uh whatever the fuck his name is jim bob or whatever he didn't have his feed for him or something like that so he's delivering it out to him yeah he had to go back to his house to get the feed he left yeah him. Yeah, and, like, the teenagers had already been there. They'd already bought their shit. They were just kind of hanging around. And, like, if he's worried about leaving the store unattended with them being there, like, your six-year-old kid's not going to stop them from doing whatever it is that they want to (laughs) do. No. But, yeah, I don't know. I found that part really kind of stupid in a way. Yeah, and then, like, whenever he brings the the dog inside and then the dog just, like, runs back outside and... Mm -hmm the the teenagers like they don't do anything to stop them they're just like oh kid come back yeah and they don't do anything to stop them the one girl chases after him but like she could have easily caught up to him oh yeah definitely 
and uh yeah and then billy gets hit by the the dirt bike mm-hmm. and um yeah he gets murdered <laughs> <laughs> um yeah and like uh what's his face there the the nicer brother he like freaks out he wants to call 911 blah 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 yeah. and Joel like fucking flips he's like no we can't have the cops come here like I'm on probation or whatever like that like I just got charged and I've been drinking and all this shit it's like who cares man like this kid needs fucking yeah. help and then later on whenever they get back to the cabin <laughs> you find out that he's done this before <laughs> yeah yeah it's like why are these people friends with this guy like oh my yeah. god uh, yeah so um yeah and the scene whenever ed comes back and finds the son and takes him into or come, takes him back to the house and he has him like on the bed and then he starts like reading the story to him and he, he just dies in his arms like man that mm-hmm. fucking yeah man that was it- rough it gutted me like i was actually like i was very <laughs> sad at that scene like i didn't cry but it's just like oh my god like yeah it's it's too much <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so then after that like after billy passes away he i don't know like he knows about this myth or well it's not a myth he knows about it obviously yeah. because he has seen it yeah um from the start of the movie but like he goes back to the fucking deliverance guy's little village which i (laughs) thought was like kind of like that i don't know (laughs) like it's like a full-blown village and i can only assume that they're all inbred yeah that's why i was thinking like they were gypsies like yeah like at the one part later on whenever i think his name's bunt like these mm-hmm. names are like <laughs> fucking names for a kid bunt. Well, there's but, so many fucking kids they ran out of names. That's true, but like they're sitting, he's sitting in like the house with his one sister, and he's like, "Hey, I gotta tell you something," and she just like spits on the floor. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so he gets uh, Ed gets to these people and he asks them of this witch who he's heard of and stuff like that. So I think Bunt takes him there. Yeah, because the father won't tell him where to go. No, and he just has his dead kid like in the truck with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they get to this witch, and <laughs> she has like owls and like bugs and spiders just like chilling in her fucking house. Yeah. Do you see the one scene where he's like, he's giving her like an offering of silver or something like that? Yeah. And he's putting it into a cup, and there's like fucking tarantulas all over the cup. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she sounded like the uh, the lady on Monsters Inc. <laughs> like <laughs> the receptionist lady. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> always watching Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, Ed, Ed Holly. <laughs> yeah, Ed Holly. <laughs> <laughs> This oh. woman was like creepy as fuck, though. She was, yeah. Have yeah. you ever watched the uh, the Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner? A long ass time ago. All right, yeah. This one reminded me of one of the characters in that movie. Uh, okay, okay. Just fucking creepy. 
yeah, so uh, Ed kind of starts talking to her about how he saw Pumpkinhead, like, when he was a kid and wants to bring him, like, resurrect him pretty much to get uh, revenge for the teenagers killing his kid. Mm-hmm. So there's, like, a ritual, stuff like that. He has to go um, to this, like, fucking mushroom mound thing. I don't know yeah. where, where it is, but he has to dig up the, the like, pumpkin head baby kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Bring it back to her, and then she, like, cuts his hand, cuts Billy's hand. And I think um, whoever does this, they become pumpkin head, but not really... Like, they become connected with him. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Because, yeah, we learn that later on in the movie. Yeah. Like, him and Ed become connected. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, the teenagers get to the cabin, and then, like, all of a sudden, uh, Joel, like, starts ripping out the phone cords, and is like, <laughs> what? I don't get, like, these friends. Like, just fucking... I'd be getting in my fucking car and leaving. I know, like the one guy, I think uh, Chris, I think his name was. Yeah. He, like, starts to fight back. Like, I think he, he like, punches Joel or he gets, knocks Joel on the ground. Yeah. And then he's about to leave and then Joel, like, knocks him out with a, a log. Mm-hmm. And, like, his brother isn't doing shit all. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, oh, it's my brother. Like, you know, <laughs> like, dude, this guy's insane. Yeah. And he ends up locking Chris and his girlfriend in the bathroom or something like that. Yeah. Because they're trying to, to leave. And he's just like, you're not fucking leaving. Yeah. And this is where we find out that he's <clears throat> killed a kid before by accident by running over them with a car or a dirt bike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This guy's got quite the fucking rap sheet. Yeah. So, uh, so we get like our first few kills. Um, Pumpkinhead shows up and kills. I think one of the girls. Um, she gets like her face like all scratched up, and this is where you see uh, Ed is connected to Pumpkinhead. Is like he can f- kind of feel her pain, kind of, or like see what's happening. Yeah. It's, uh, it, he actually, he kills Steve first. Oh, the brother, right. Yeah, because okay. uh, his girlfriend runs out of the cabin, and then he, Steve chases after her, and mm. then uh, Pumpkinhead comes out of hiding or whatever. And oh, yeah, he was him. on the roof, I think. <clears throat> yeah, rips Steve to shreds, so then Maggie mm-hmm. runs back to the cabin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, this is where Ed kind of regrets doing it because he can like feel everything that's happening or see everything that's happening yeah yeah he starts to get uh like second thoughts on on summoning pumpkin head yeah but i mean like you've already done it man just because you can see it happening or you can feel it happening like it doesn't change anything like you know you knew what pumpkin head was gonna do like yeah he was like gonna go and kill these kids yeah, like he saw Pumpkinhead kill that guy when he was a kid. Like, what did he expect? Yeah, exactly. Like, just because you can feel it, like, you sh- don't fucking take it back now. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so uh, Steve is dead. Um, the one girl you just mentioned is dead. Mm-hmm. 
And I think another girl goes outside and then Pumpkinhead grabs her and then I think he ends up like smashing her head like through the window. Yeah. Because, yeah, so Steve dies and he drops Steve's body at the front door and Pumpkinhead grabs Maggie, which is his girlfriend. And he's the one, I think she's the one that he takes up the tree, right? (laughs) Yeah. And goes like goes like full-blown fucking midsummer on her and drops her onto a rock <laughs> yeah it was like you couldn't even see him it was so dark yeah like you just yeah. see her fall from the tree it's like how the fuck did rawhead get up or not rawhead <laughs> <laughs> how the hell did Pumpkinhead get up there it was like what the fuck yeah so uh yeah so he kills a couple of them, and then this is where um, Ed is tells a gypsy like, "Hey, I want to reverse this," and then Gypsy's like, "Oh, it's too too late now, Ed Holly. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta finish what it's gotta finish." And yeah, but uh, well, she doesn't she say something that like makes him think like he can stop it, he can stop Pumpkinhead. Um. I don't remember, to be honest. No, me either. But anyway, yeah, so this is when he decides he's going to just fucking try and kill Pumpkinhead. Yeah, so he heads to the cabin with them, and um, I think he shows up with a gun and then tries to shoot Pumpkinhead. Mm-hmm. Um, he hits it. It's a, it hits it a few times, and then Joel goes up to it and like Chris and his girlfriend are like, yo, Joel, what the fuck are you doing? Get away from it. And he's like, ah, it's dead. And then ends up not being dead. Grabs Joel and then fucking like rips his head off almost. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, yeah. Cause no, he takes the rifle and shoves it through Joel's chest. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. He did. I thought this scene was cool. Like he fucking picks him up with the rifle, like the barrel of the rifle through his chest and just like almost holds him up like a trophy almost. Yeah. Yeah. I did. <coughs> and then just like rips his head back. And like, I wasn't sure if he was like going to start like drinking his blood or like what the fuck he was doing. Yeah. And at this point, like this is where we really see that Ed and Pumpkinhead are connected mm-hmm. because Ed gets bitten by a dog and Pumpkinhead like starts like acting like it's in pain like where ed was getting bit yeah oh and this dog like was it it looked like <coughs> a completely different dog than like ed's dog dude yes i was thinking the same thing i was like <laughs> is this supposed to be ed's dog because this is a husky and the other dog was like this mangy looking mutt i know i was like what the fuck is happening yeah so i didn't know like that's one thing i wanted to bring up and i completely forgot like to ask you but yeah, like, was this just a huge fucking plot hole, or is this just, like, a random different dog that was randomly in the area? Because, like, the dog bit him, so I was like, okay, maybe it is a different dog, because, like, obviously his dog wouldn't do it. But then I was thinking, like, maybe because it knows that he's connected to Pumpkinhead somehow. Yeah, and I mean, at one point you can see, like, Ed's eyes are changed. Yeah, yeah. Like, like uh, I can't remember what scene it was, like, what was going on, but, like you can see his eyes are like all bloodshot and they're almost, they almost look like demon eyes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't know about this dog. If it was yeah. big time plot hole or what, but uh, yeah, I also thought it was weird that Pumpkinhead didn't kill yeah. like go for Joel first. 
because like Joel was the one that fucking killed him. Like the rest, the rest of the teenagers are kind of innocent except for maybe Travis. Mm-hmm. Although they kind of did a bed um, Joel because they didn't like call the cops. Well, they couldn't call the cops really, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, realistically, like Ed should have only called Pumpkinhead on uh, Joel. But I mean, at the same time, like he doesn't know who killed him. Right. No, but at least he he knows that Travis stayed with Billy the whole time, like by himself. And then whenever Ed shows up, he's like, "Man, like, sorry, like it was an accident, man." Like you could tell that Steve, um, or Travis. I'm getting all these Steve. fucking char- I'm getting all these characters mixed up. Uh, <laughs> Before you keep going, I'm on IMDb right now because I'm like, okay, who is Travis? There is there is not one person in this movie named Travis. <laughs> um, the Travis that you keep talking about, his name is Steve. Okay, I think I just called him Travis because I just kept thinking of Travis Pastrana. Okay, with like their I'll... dirt with their dirt bikes and shit. There you go. All right, yeah, yeah. we'll roll with that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I thought it was weird that like Pumpkinhead killed the most innocent people before um, uh, Joel. Joel, yeah. Yeah. But... uh, It's true. Yeah, so, like, the final scene, um, the only ones that are alive at this point is uh, Chris, his girlfriend, I think, and Ed. Yeah. Um, Oh, and uh, Bunt comes back to help them, I think. Yeah. But, like, the chase scene, when they're running from Pumpkinhead, like, to the church and shit, that was, like, the most boring-ass chase scene ever. <laughs> like, Pumpkinhead's so slow, and then he, like, stops and sees, looks at the cross. Yeah. And then, like, smashes it. <laughs> yeah. Picks it up and just beats the shit out of it. Yeah. But they and get... Then, yeah, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was going to say, like, they're at, like, <clears throat> excuse me, they're at, like, a barn or something now. Yeah. And uh, uh, what's his name? Ed. He like walks into a pitchfork and it's like jabs, <laughs> in, jabs into his shoulder. And this is like Pumpkinhead screams in pain or something like that. Yeah. And this is when Ed realizes that, okay, this motherfucker can feel the pain that I'm feeling. Yeah. And he clues in like the only way to kill Pumpkinhead is to kill himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how does Chris end up getting killed? I forget. Does Pumpkinhead um, just like fuck him up? I'm trying to see here. Did Chris die? I'm pretty sure he, because Bunt was still alive, and so was his girlfriend. Was uh, Chris's girlfriend? Yeah. But I'm pretty sure he got killed. Hmm. But anyway, like the last scene, like they're know. they're trying to kill Pumpkinhead. And then Ed comes out of nowhere, and then you see like gun on his head, and you hear a gunshot. Yeah. And then Pumpkin falls to the ground, and then all of a sudden Ed's still alive. I was like, "What the fuck? He just <laughs> shot himself in the head." <laughs> yeah, I thought that was a little stupid. And then uh, he can't reach the gun, so then I don't know what the girl's name is, but uh, Tracy. Tracy. She grabs the gun, and then Ed stands up after having a giant hole in his head. <laughs> and she just shoots him like two or three times and then he ends up dying yeah. and then Pumpkinhead is dead and he just like catches on fire 
and lights up. Yeah. And, uh, and then we get the final scene. Where somehow the old witch can carry Ed's body. I don't know how the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and she ends up burying this like fucking burnt pumpkin head looking thing. But then you see um, on his neck is uh, Ed's necklace, which yeah. Billy Billy made for him before. Yeah. And, which yeah oh. no i was just gonna ask if you had anything else to mention i was gonna say like i found it like i like that plot point like once the pumpkin head's dead or whatever like whoever summons him i'm assuming like that's that turn they turn into the next pumpkin head yeah <clears throat> but i mean like I don't know. Like, does Pumpkinhead end up killing everybody? Like, even the person who summons them, or like, does Pumpkinhead just go back to sleep after he gets his job done? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because we know Ed is now the new Pumpkinhead, and I'm I'm gonna assume that not everybody that summoned him has killed themselves. No, no. So that's like I like that storyline, but at the same yeah. time it's almost like a bit of a plot hole at the same time. Yeah. And it's like, how does pumpkin head, like they resurrect pumpkin head, mm-hmm. but like, how do they know like who to kill really? Cause like Ed's mind is kind of connected to it. Yeah. But Ed has no idea who did it really. Like the bikers. Yeah. But he doesn't know where they were at, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. We're, yeah. we're reading too far into it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else you want to add or talk about? No, I don't think so. Cool. Well, that's the way the blood splatters. Yes, sir. All right. <clears throat> You've already kind of uh, talked about your thoughts on it, but yeah. do you want to give your full review? Sure. So... Um, I'm going to bump my story up by one point. Um, okay. I am going to give it a 4 out of 10. Damn, okay. Um, I thought it was an okay story about a father getting revenge, but then he kind of like stops the whole revenge plot, or tries to at least. Yeah. Um, I thought like the way things played at the end was kind of dumb. Um, the characters I didn't think were likable at all. There wasn't really any development with the characters except for Ed and Billy. Um, the backstory of Pumpkinhead I thought was explained really well for the most part. And the thing like bumps up my point was like the connection and development between Billy and Ed. Like we talked yeah. about that during our review. I thought that uh, was done really well. And it yeah. made you kind of feel for Ed a bit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, story four and a ten. Right. And the quality, I gave a 3 out of 10. Um, I feel like this movie has potential. I didn't enjoy it that much. It may have been like the shitty quality I watched it on. Yeah. But uh, I thought the acting was terrible. Like, I thought it was worse than Rawhead Rex, to be honest. Really? Okay. Except for Ed. He he was he was good. But, like, the rest of the characters, like, were not was not good at all, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um. Like Rawhide Rex, I think this movie would do well as a remake or a reboot. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Four out of ten for story and three out of ten for quality. 
All right. I was a little more generous. Generous. All right. Uh, I gave my story a 6 out of 10. All right. I said it's not a great story, but, like, it's also not terrible. Um, I, I mentioned this before already, but, like, this time watching it, it was a lot more effective, um, like, with making me feel sad for Ed's situation, like, the whole relationship and all that stuff between Billy and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I feel like as the movie went on, like, the story got worse and worse. Like, the first act of the movie, like, the acting is on point. Like, everything's good. The script is good. Like, the relationships seem genuine and all that shit. And then, like, as the movie goes on, everything just starts feeling rushed. Like, all the kills happen really quick and, like, in very quick succession. Um, Like you mentioned before, like, the acting. Well, I talked about that in my quality. But, like, the acting's not the greatest in the second half of the movie. No. Um and uh but yeah like i I feel like if if everything stayed similar to like the first even maybe like well yeah the first act we'll say yeah everything stayed similar to that like this movie could have been like an eight or nine for a story yeah i think so i think that's like what kind of killed me like i watched this in two settings like i watched i don't know maybe the first hour and then I just, like, was getting fucking bored, like, just getting tired. So I was like, hey, i got to turn this movie off so I can actually be awake and, you know, pay attention to it. Yeah. All right. And my quality, I also gave it a 6 out of 10. Wow. Okay. Um, I thought the special effects were good. Uh, you didn't really like the look of Pumpkinhead, but I don't know. I thought he looked good for the most part. Yeah, like um, like I mentioned before, like a lot of the scenes with Pumpkinhead are like dark and like you can barely see him. Like there's only I don't know, maybe like the very end when he's like on the ground, like lying there, you see like his full body, like yeah, clearly. Yeah, I liked that they were able to use the Xenomorph suit mm-hmm. for him. Like I feel like I feel like he wouldn't have looked as good if they tried to like recreate or sorry tried to create something from scratch i don't know like the the xenomorph is such an iconic horror character yeah so i don't know i thought it was cool that they were able to use it um the score and setting were both good like um i know it's like a lot of the movies dark but like at at the same time like whenever you go into that town and shit like i don't know i just thought everything looked really good yeah no i can agree with that like even the cabin that we talked about like the witch yeah really well done yeah um some of the acting was good like lance henriksen or ed like you had mentioned he did a great job um the actress who played haggis the witch i thought i thought she was fucking good and super creepy oh yeah definitely i can agree um just like the way that she sits there and like her hair is like like scraggly and like super long and it's just like hanging over her face and yeah there's like no emotion to her at all just says what she has to say and gets mm-hmm. on with it um the teen actors were fucking brutal i can agree with you on that oh man so bad <laughs> um and lastly like i wish the kills were more on screen and mm-hmm. like we saw more of what was actually going on because like a lot of the kills are either a off screen or there's like no gore to it at all yeah. or anything like that yeah which leads me to agree with what you said this movie could do 
well as a remake or a reboot because I feel like they could make it a lot more gory now. Yeah, yeah. Than than they would have back then. But anyways, yeah, six out of ten for both for me. Nice. All right. All right. We know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The site actually worked today. Oh, nice. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why it wasn't loading last night. All right. uh, The critics' consensus. With effects work and solid direction from Stan Winston and Lance Henriksen adding welcome gravita, Pumpkinhead is a creature feature that stands a cut above. So with that being said, what do you think the critics scored it? I'm going to give it a 57. Ooh, too low. Critics scored it 65%. All right, not too far off. On 23 ratings. Yeah. Uh, And the audience scored it a 48% on 19,000 ratings. Damn, all right. Yeah. This is a movie I'm surprised that the critics liked it more than the audience. Yeah, but there's only 23 ratings for the critics, though. That's fair. True. Anywho. Ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. All right. What did you give it for a scare rating? So scare rating, I gave a 2 out of 10. Um, Pumpkinhead looks great and is scary. Like, the look of him is scary, but, like, him in the movie, I feel like, I don't know, he just moves too slow for me. Mm-hmm. It just feels like you're looking at someone in a costume. Yeah. Um, there was a few good kills. There was actually blood in this movie compared to Rawhead Rex, mm-hmm. so that uh, bumped up a little bit. Um, yeah, 2 out of 10. All right. My scariest scene was when Ed goes and sees the witch for the first time. Uh, you just like see the setting of the cabin and you, her voice and she's not like looking at him. She's just like staring into the fire and talking yeah. like it was really creepy. Yeah. And what I survived, I put yes. Uh, Pumpkinhead is slow as fuck. I could just fucking drive away and get on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I wouldn't kill any kids, but you know. <laughs> What are you? Uh, My scare rating, I gave a 3 out of 10. Uh I said it's not overly scary, but I did enjoy Pumpkinhead's design. Um, The atmosphere is like dark and gloomy and creepy. Um, Haggis, the witch, she's like a fucking creepy old broad. Um, But I mean, overall, not a very, like, not a scary movie at all, really. Um, I don't know. It's a nice family film that you could put on for anybody. That was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, scariest scene, I said the witch's cabin as well. <clears throat> yeah. She just, like, I feel like this was one of the better set designs in the movie. Just the way that they had it all set up. Um, yeah. Super dark. The only light in there is from the, the fire. And you have, like, the spiders and the, like, it just, it looks like a witch's cabin. Yeah, and I think I think they did a good job with it. <laughs> it's kind of funny that we both picked a scene that doesn't have Pumpkinhead in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, <laughs> they should make a movie just on her. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, maybe this uh, is uh, Fetty Wap's uh, aunt. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, would I survive? I said I don't think I would ever get pumpkin head called on me, but in the event that I do, no, I don't think I would survive. Mm. Uh, he seems pretty hard to escape because of the fact that once he gets summoned, it doesn't seem like he stops until he kills the person that he's summoned to kill. Fair so, enough. I mean, like you would drive away, but he'd show up on your front doorstep someday. Yeah, someday. When you when you least expect it. <laughs> um. But yeah, like the only way to kill him is to ultimately kill yourself. And I don't know, maybe I would do that. Well, then I wouldn't survive. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there goes so I'm that. fucked either way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think I'd survive. <clears throat> All right. This is part two of the villain face off. We have Pumpkinhead facing off against Rawhead Rex in a Duel to the death. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. All right, just a slight recap um, of Rawhead scores. For his strength, we averaged it at 30. For his dexterity, we averaged it at 12.5. For his constitution, we averaged it at 28.5. Intelligence was a 5, Wisdom was a 9, and Charisma was a solid 1.5. Very nice. Yes. <laughs> All right. What did you give Pumpkinhead? So for strength, I gave a 30 out of 30. Okay. He's very strong, even after getting shot. Um, <clears throat> like we said, the only way to kill him is by killing yourself. Uh, dexterity, I gave a 5 out of 30. Um, oh, okay. This was a hard one because, like, I almost wanted to put 15, but, like, I don't know. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll bump it up to an 8. <laughs> okay. Because, like, he's so goddamn slow, but then out of nowhere, he's in a tree. It's, like, <laughs> so goddamn confusing. So, like, I don't, I don't know how, like, yeah, so I'll give him an 8, because I really had no idea for that one. Okay. Uh, Constitution, I gave a 30 out of 30. Um, he doesn't get tired. He's a resurrected demon. Intelligence, I gave a 4 out of 30. Um, he doesn't really show any signs of intelligence. He just kills people. Like, he doesn't even know, the right, the, he doesn't even know to kill the right person to begin with. Like, he doesn't even <laughs> kill Joel first. Okay. Uh, wisdom, I also gave it four to thirty. Like he just knows how to kill people, even though like he's connected with Ed, it's still like his own mind. Yeah. And then for charisma, I gave a one to thirty. Uh, shows no personality whatsoever. Um, I think it would have been cool if 
it was more than just like a mental connection with or not mental but like physical connection with ed yeah like if ed could have been like controlling pumpkin head like through like his mind or something i don't know and then like could stop himself from killing people or like only kill the people who actually killed his son or something like that yeah um but yeah one in a 30 because they didn't show like any personality whatsoever okay um, fair enough yeah okay one sec just uh averaging them up while i have them anyways okay <clears throat> so for strength i gave pumpkin head a 30 as well very nice he's like a giant brooding alien thing able to carry full-grown humans up trees and like picks them up like they're nothing yeah uh dexterity i gave him a 26 wow okay <laughs> um I said, like, he has long, sharp claws that he can use while fighting, uh, like a long whip tail kind of thing, big fucking mouth with big teeth. I don't know. I feel like he's got a lot of weapons that he can use during mm -hmm. his combat, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah. Uh, sorry to cut in real quick. I, you yeah. did, your strength just reminded me of something I wanted to bring up, too. I've seen... Mm -hmm. uh, the way Chris died, he tried to get on the dirt bike and drive away, but then Pumpkin oh, Head yeah. grabbed it, and like it looked so bad when he did it, but like he like flew like right through the air, like yeah. oh, the dirt bike <laughs> like landed on his fucking face. Right, right, right. But, yeah, I wanted to mention that in my strength as well because he like just fucking looked at that dirt bike like it was nothing. Yeah, exactly. Uh constitution i gave him a 25 okay i said he's very tough and hard to take down but he also does have a pretty fucking inconvenient weakness if the summoner wishes to tap into it yep um the ending also suggests that more of these pumpkin heads have been killed in the past just i mean like it just seems like it's easier to kill than than rawhead was that's true um intelligence i gave him a 13 okay uh i said well i'm kind of contradicting what you said um once he's summoned he knows who he needs to kill and how to get the job done but he obviously doesn't show any signs of being overly smart he's just like basically a killing machine on a mission yeah yeah uh wisdom i gave him a six uh, he doesn't seem to make any clear-cut decisions. It doesn't show any signs of being a problem solver by any means. Once Ed knows, like once Ed learns how to kill him, he doesn't really do anything to stop him. Yeah. <clears throat> and charisma, I gave him a one. Uh, this guy has about as much charisma as Rawhead, or <laughs> yeah. or a pile of dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me see here. I've already got these averaged up, so. Let's nice. go. For strength, it's a tie at 30 between the two of them. Kind of figured that. Yep. For dexterity, uh, Pumpkinhead wins 17 to 12.5. Constitution, mm -hmm. Pumpk er, Rawhead wins 28.5 to 22.5. Oh, damn. For intelligence... 
Uh, Pumpkinhead wins 8.5 to 5. Damn. Yeah. For Wisdom, this is my fault because I fucking gave Rawhead a higher rating than I should have. Um, Rawhead wins 9 to 5. Damn. And for Charisma, yeah. Rawhead wins 1.5 to 1. Dude. So... You know what that means? Rawhead wins. Rawhead fucking wins. Dude, that might have been the closest matchup we've ever had. It was, for sure. I'm not happy with this outcome. <laughs> Damn, I honestly, I thought Rawhead was going to lose, to be honest. So did I. So did I. Huh. I'm changing my wisdom to a three like you had. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, Rawhead would win a fight between the two of them, hmm. apparently. All right. Well, maybe we should put a poll up on uh, Instagram. Let's do that. Actually, I might do that. <laughs> that's a good idea. We'll let the sp- the people speak. See if they agree. Yeah. Even this though you, be like, even though what? you don't agree. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> um. This will be like that scene in Gladiator when they they do the whole thumb thing. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. All right. Cool, cool. So that concludes our first ever villain face-off of 2021. Yes, sir. All right. So because we're not doing uh, the quiz this week or last week to determine uh, who gets to pick the movie for our next episode... We are going to be taking this to another poll on Instagram to see what the listeners want to hear us ramble on about. Yep. So, Brooke, what is your movie that you're putting up? So, the movie I'm picking up is Green Room. Oh, damn. Okay, okay. That might be tough to beat. Yes, sir. What are you picking? I'm putting up Hush. To talk about nice nice yeah these are two good movies this might be a fucking tight pull too it might be honestly <laughs> damn all right cool i'm excited so am i all right uh yeah you guys can find us on instagram at a podcast on elm street uh there's going to be two polls going up in our story very soon um yep. one to see if you guys agree with this fucking atrocity of a face off (laughs) (laughs) and one to determine our next episode yeah uh but yeah i don't know i had fun with this up these two yeah me too man i had fun um anyways yeah if you guys click the link in our bio you'll find links to our patreon account our t public account our discord page blah 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 um (laughs) it's the (laughs) same every day yeah um but yeah, we're going to be doing some guest spots on some episodes on some other shows uh, in the next few weeks. We're looking looking forward to all of them. So yeah. uh, keep your eyes out for that. And uh, yeah, we'll talk again in a week or so. Yeah. Or less. Sounds, sounds good. <laughs> talk to you later, guys. See you later.